2: Hello and welcome to the following on podcast from East London in South Africa ahead of England's T20 series against Africa which gets underway tomorrow live commentary of the three matches or of course on Talksport Sport 2 and ahead of the match at Buffalo Park you'll hear from England's Mark Wood and also South Africa legend Dale Steyn over the next 20 minutes and we will of course also be reacting to England's squad announcement for the tour of Sri Lanka. This is the following on podcast. And I'm very pleased to say that alongside me is the former England bowler, Alex Tudor. Alex, how are you?
3: Very well, very well, Sammy. It's, uh, it's not too bad here, is it? We're uh, just sitting outside, aren't we? Hemingway's in uh, East London. Very picturesque, very green, very beautiful, and uh, yeah, I feel very blessed. And East London is, is,
2: is pretty nice, isn't it, by the way? There were a few people, I have to say, who were sort of East London, maybe not the best place
3: to go to in South Africa. But so far, very, very nice. Yeah, I don't know what people moan about, mate. The privileged backgrounds, they start moaning, don't they? So they always want to talk about, you know, you talk about South Africa, people talk about Cape Town, Cape Town, Cape Town, Cape Town. Listen, South Africa's a beautiful place all over. Yes, it's slightly different um, in different areas, but it's slightly different in the UK. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, you just have to go around and, and see the sights and uh, mm-hmm. see the beautiful country it is. And, you know, as we are, we're, we're very blessed, aren't we? I mean, back home, people are in... Uh, hurricanes and rain and stuff like that. And we've got 20, 30 degree weather and a pool. So it's, uh, it's all nice.
2: Well, tomorrow we're going to be at Buffalo Park. It's the first T20. Um, England rested place shoes didn't they, for the one dayers? But it looks like it's going to be a fully strength team for England over the next three matches.
3: Yeah, no messing around. Um, our own Mark Butcher, who was who was hosting during, uh, during the winter for us, he he asked a question to Owen Morgan after that game at the Wanderers. And it was a. Straight, he asked him the question: um, "Will you be tinkering with your T20 team um, during these three games?" He just f- flat out, no. He wants to play his strongest team, and and what a team it will be, you know. Obviously, Butler back in, Stokes back in, Wood back in. Obviously, yes, we know um, the situation with Jofra, but then that gives opportunity for someone else. And uh, you know, it's a very strong side. Whatever side he puts out, and I think me and you were sort of running through the team what we would pick and we sort of got stuck at six but uh, you know he's got options and you know as I said it's an exciting it's explosive team and you know I really do get excited watching this one day side and, and especially with the 2020s as well you know they're, they're very explosive we're dynamic with the ball especially with Rashid there in the middle and and possibly Mo and then obviously you've got explosiveness for Mark Wood who's been rested for a while so uh, I'm sure he'll be ready to go
2: Well, 2019, it marked the culmination of four years of focus on the 50-over game, which, of course, they ended up winning. It was, you know, embarrassing 2015, ended up conquering the world in 2019. Now, very much the focus goes onto this T20 series. Do you think this England one-day side has the ability
3: to go from being not just the 50-over champs, but the T20 champs? Yeah, I think so. And I think Owen believes in that as well. And there was just little things within that 50-over uh, free match with uh, South Africa um, that we've just witnessed and there was, you know, just how he was bowling Chris Jordan and, and stuff like using him. It was, you know, it was a couple up top as he would maybe with the new ball in T20 and then he was coming back at the end because he'll bowl at the death with most probably Tom Curran. So you can see that he was sort of thinking about that because obviously we've got an important T20 World Cup. Obviously they have these three games here then obviously whatever they have in Sri Lanka. So it's all getting ready for that tournament. Because it's massive. As you said, he wants to leave a, a legacy. He's already done that, being um, you know world champions in a fifty over. And I'm sure he'll want to sign off mm. with a T21. There's no one else in England history that's ever done that. And and for him to do that will be fantastic.
2: You mentioned the strength and depth England have got. I mean, in particular with the bat, you think Roy, Bairstow, Root, Milan, Banton, Morgan, Butler, Stokes. There's players like... Um, Liam Livingstone, haven't even mentioned? That's Phil Salt, Alex Hales. There's so much strength in depth with the bat. How do you see England's top six shaping up over the next couple of months?
3: Uh, yeah, you, you make a good point, Sam. I mean, we, we are blessed at the moment, and you named some names there. Um, Salt, who was out playing for the Adelaide Sixers, had a had a good tournament. Obviously, Alex Hales, who's been in and around it at the moment, is sort of away from it, but um, is still a fine striker of a ball. Um, Liam Livingstone, he's also been in the Big Bash. So these guys are getting a lot of franchise cricket now and they're showing the importance of, you know, going around and mixing it with the best and, and that's enhancing their game. So that gives England more strength and depth. How I see, you know, the top six, it, it, it will most probably be um, Butler, Roy, Bairstow, uh, the skipper, Owen Morgan, Stokes, and then it's who you throw at six, you yes, know, exactly. Six is the one. I mean, people may say Banton, but Banton's used to being at top, but that's where he's been in the 50. You could you could put him there. Some people may say you could throw Mo at six or you could put another batsman at six. You could throw in any of them, Lee and Livingston and stuff. They're obviously not around at the moment, but, you know, we'll uh David Milan's been carrying drinks for a while. I'm sure he wants to show everyone that, you know, he's a fine player. So he could go in there and then obviously then you have your all-rounders and then your bowlers. So I think whatever Owen Morgan does... He's got great options. Mm-hmm. I think they all want to be in that T20 World Cup team. So they're going to be not giving it away because, as I said, opportunity is going to be. Um, there's not going to be a lot of opportunity because just the way that the calendars um, run at the minute. So whenever, whenever they get their opportunity, they're going to have to give it 100%. Make sure that, you know, when you have that place, make it your own. Don't let anyone for a second try and take it off you because if they do, you may not get back in. Well, of course,
2: England's preparations ahead of that T20 World Cup uh, continues tomorrow when they take on South Africa at Buffalo Park. Let's now hear from England fast bowler Mark Wood, who has been speaking with Andrew McKenna. If you ask members of the public, people who watch the game, they say
0: it's a batsman's game. It's all about biff-baff, all of that. But I was looking at your numbers. In international T20s, 11 wickets at 13 and a half. And in domestic T20, 30 wickets at 22.4. Is that a batsman's game or a fast bowler who knows
4: his role? Uh, Still a batsman's game, let me tell you that. I think... um... Look, uh, I bowl at good times to take wickets. I, that's my role in the team is to is to get wickets. So um, that'll be what I'm probably entrusted with if I get selected here. It'll be to, to try and make a difference and, and um, get, a, get a key wicket if we need it. I mean, um, that's when I've played for England so far in 2020s. It's been um, the role that Morgie's asked me to play and, and what I hope I, I can continue to do well for him.
0: It appears fast bowling is now back in fashion again. I mean, England could have had yourself and Joffre here, but obviously with his problems, he's not playing. South Africa brought Dale Steyn back. Is is fast bowling now back on the radar again?
4: Oh, we're definitely the coolest of the bunch, you know what I mean? These spinners and batters and stuff. The fast bowlers are definitely the coolest lads. So uh, it's great to have um, Dale Steyn to to come up against. I've never played against him before. So um, it'll be awesome to see how he goes about things on the park. And um, look, um, I think... With fast bowling around the world and, and plenty of good bowlers out there, um, it's nice to see that uh, we're getting a little bit of recognition. Do you sense that there is a bit of a change in mentality towards it? Because, I mean, South Africa could
0: have had Rivada; they've rested him, they've got Nguidi as well. There are lots of very good fast bowlers now playing T20 because it used to be that you guys get rested because any edge would just fly off to the boundary and they go, well, we can't take that risk.
4: Uh, that's still, that still happens now, though. <laughs> it does fly around. Um, I think, look, I think you're right. I think there is plenty of good fastballing around and it's good that each team has sort of that pool of, of players. And I think in a way it's good that, you know, the fastballers, especially from my point of view, are being rested, they're being looked after because um, not everybody has sort of 90-plus mile-an-hour bowlers and, and every team has sort of got two or three now. So, of course, you want to play against the best teams, but when it comes to the World Cup, I'm sure all the 90-plus the lads will be there. And uh, it's nice to for our lads to test themselves against that kind of ball. Cricket is all about cycles. We've just got rid of the
0: 50-over cycle with the World Cup last year. Does it feel like it's the start of something new, something fresh, or is it
4: picking up where you left off? I would say probably the latter, to be honest. I think the sort of white ball, I hate using the word, but sort of journey that we went on as that changed the way we played and stuff, I think um, that sort of journey is just continuing now in the 2020 from the 50-overs. It'll be the same sort of um Uh, motivational speech from Morgie the same sort of team dynamic the same way that we want to play it'll all be the same 50 of us to 2020 taking that aggressive option the positive intent um, always looking to be on the front foot and I'm sure whether it's 50 of us or 2020 it'll be exactly the same so um, it's probably a continuation of that 50 of us stuff that's the England fast bowler Mark Wood speaking with Andrew McKenna choose
2: it is good to see Mark Wood back isn't it and most importantly Mark Wood bowling quick
3: yeah, I, I was lucky enough with um, Talk Sport too last year, you know, went out to the West Indies and saw him bowl and what a series he had and what he, what he did basically on the bowling front is he just lengthened his run up, He, you know, and I, I remember just sort of speaking to him briefly and said what made that decision, he just says it just takes a little bit less off his body because off that short run he had to put so much energy in and we've seen the amount of times when he bowls at the crease, when he gives it everything, how many times he falls over. Now, off this longer run, he just seems to me it's a little bit more rhythmical. He's got a little bit more time and he just can build up into it and then he can just propel those bullets that he bowls. So, um, really excited. Really good to see him back. And I'm sure the England boys are as well because he just gives them that little X factor mm-hmm. yeah. um, because someone bowling at that pace causes problems um, for any batsman around the world. So, he's very exciting and, and, and good to see him back. He's been refreshed. He, he popped home he would have gone home to see his family and stuff like that and now he's back and he's ready to go Well, another man who is back ready to go and can also bowl quick
2: is Dale Steyn the legend returning for South Africa he's also been speaking with our very own Andrew McKenna what is
0: your role in this are you senior pro to look after the youngsters or are you actually here to be a
5: full-on fast bowler and do your thing a bit of both I think um, I think I'm also I'm still learning um, when it comes to 2020 cricket which is which is great um, played Almost 200 plus games, um, and you never stop learning, which is which is phenomenal. But also, I think a role of mine that's an unspoken role, I guess, is just to be able to like help lead the the young fast bowlers um, in their decision making, back them, um, and just uh, talk about past experiences so that when they find themselves in a similar position, that they they even though they've not been there themselves, they they know what to do. There was a time where fast bowlers weren't particularly used in T20 because obviously with batsmen
0: swinging harder edges flew to the boundary. But now you look at this South African squad as you and Gidi. Rabada could have been playing but he's been rested. England have got Mark Wood and
5: could have had Joffre Archer. Is fast bowling now back in world cricket again? It kind of goes through these like loops, you know, it's kind of weird. Um, And then you get this emergence of amazing spinners. Rashid Khan came on out of nowhere and everyone's now looking for a mystery spinner, you know, and then you've got someone like Trent Bolt who's swinging the ball and, and everyone's like, oh, we need to get someone who can swing the ball in the first six and then you'll get someone like Sean Tate who runs in and blows the stumps all over the place in the first six over, no swings, just dead speed and everyone's looking for another pace bowler, so T20 goes through these trends and it really depends on who the coach is and what his style of cricket wants, he wants uh, backed up by the captain um, but in South Africa, we've got a great rich tradition of having amazing fast bowlers backed by the pitches that we play on. You know, they really assist and help, help the quicks a lot. Um, so it's probably the reason why we've, why we've got such fantastic quicks uh, in our T20 setup. As I mentioned, you've played over 200 games. Have you seen some nuance involved? Because the perception is that
0: T20 is just biff, bang, crash, wallop. Is there actually nuance in the game? Has it changed from when you started playing to where it is now?
5: Probably start off as just like guys not knowing how to go about it. You know, like there was no real idea as to where you wanted to be after the first six overs. Um, then how you build a partnership to get to about 15, and then capitalise in the last five or four overs. There was never really that kind of like um, idea as to how the game would go. Now everyone's got a stat for everything. You know, what you need to be on this specific ground in the first six overs to to win a game. If you lose X amount of wickets in the first six overs consider your chances done you know so we we get made aware of all of that kind of stuff and then we try and capitalize with who we have and and what it is that we need in in those specific times uh so the game has really advanced you know and it's come a long way from guys are standing there trying to hit the ball out of the ground uh, and bowlers running and trying to stop them from doing that i think bowlers are, are bowlers are actually bowling balls now that get wickets um they, they're smart now um even youngsters are, 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 are outsmarting professional long-term professionals you know um so the game has advanced that much Chutes, he's back dale Stane, one of the greatest
2: fast bowlers not just of, of his generation but of all time he's back the question now though chutes has he still got it can he still deliver for south africa
3: yeah, I'm sure he can. He's a he's a fine, fine bowler. I remember first seeing him, Darren Goff and ourselves, you know, he, he joined Essex, he was raw, he just wanted to hit everyone on the head because basically he could because he had that pace. Mm. But with it, over time, the experience for me, him and Jimmy of modern era are by far the best. There's always a debate between him and Jimmy, who is number one. Mm. It's very tight, obviously. Um, Jimmy's been able to play more regularly. Dale Stein in the last two years or so has picked up a lot of injuries so it sort of stopped his not so his development because he's a very very fine bowler and as you said one of the greatest of all time but just stopped him to he's on 400 odd test wickets or whatever he could have been 500 plus by now if he was fit so I think what it does is it just gives this T20 series just a little bit more doesn't it when you've got a world class name like that back in the side and ready to go he wants to be all a part of it he's got an IPL contract ready for him as well so he wants to make sure that he's ready for that also so all it does is it just makes this series really important and really exciting with world class players on both sides and just lastly choose got to mention the England test squad named today for the tour
2: of um, of Sri Lanka I guess really the big talking point two men back in the team Ben folks and Keaton Jennings the right decision to have them both back in the team
3: Folks, yes because I've I've been saying for a while now he's by far the best keeper not only just in England but also in the world. I just think his glove work is phenomenal and he's different class and I think England have seen that obviously his last tour to Sri Lanka he did really well. He got his maiden test century out there. Um, so for me it makes sense. I mean they say they're resting Johnny Though, Just say for what it is. He's been dropped. Don't say he's been rested because if Ben folks now and has an unbelievable series, and gets runs also in the process, then how does Johnny get back in? Um, So you can't tell me that he's being rested. I'm sure if you ask Johnny and say, are you rested, are you going to rest up? He he wants to play. He wants to be part of that England side. So I think they should just say it for what it is. Um, And Keaton Jennings obviously comes in for... uh, for Burnsy. Burnsy's obviously injured and he's not going to make it. Keaton Jennings has, you know, had success in the subcontinent. I think two of the hundreds that he got were in the subcontinent. So I suppose that will make sense. He's going to want to show people also that, you know, he wants to expand to the 14 test matches that he's played so far and uh, and, and show the class player that uh, people at Lancashire and Durham before that, that he can do it. It's, it's another opportunity. And I've always said, when you get that opportunity... A, make sure you're ready and B, make sure you take it because you just don't know how long at that international stage you'll last. So you just need to try and make it your own. And when you get a chance and you get in, go big because that, that's what makes you uh, stay for a long time. You know, All you have to do is look at players like Cook and people like that and just see that they've had that 12-year, 13-year international career because they consistently scored a lot of runs majority of the time.
2: Well, we'll wait and see how England get on in Sri Lanka. That test series underway next month. But the big news is that Keaton Jennings and Ben Folks are back in the team for the tour. Jimmy Anderson, uh, he's going to continue to recover from the crack rib that he suffered here in South Africa, where the Johnny best, though, has been left out, and Mo and Ali still remains unavailable for selection. That's next month, though. But tomorrow, England are back in action. They take on South Africa in the first of three T20 internationals here in East London. Buffalo Park is going to be rocking. The locals cannot wait to have England in their backyard. This has been the following on podcast. Thank you very much to Alex Tudor for his time over the past 20 minutes. And don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Acast and Spotify.